With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour one. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, including Fritzy. Come on in, stay a while. A lot of topics to dive into. Chris Collinsworth, the popular analyst for Sunday Night Football, will join us coming up next hour. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler is standing by to take your phone calls. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thanks for allowing us into your homes. And those listening on radio, thank you for allowing us into your cars, your commutes, your day. We appreciate that. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. And this first hour brought to you by Simply Safe. Simply Safe Home Security. Save 20% on your new system with a fast protect plan by visiting simplysafedan.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. We got a play of the day, poll question, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. College football, National Signing Day, not to be confused with Transfer Portal Day. Aaron Rodgers says unlikely that he'll play, that he would be cleared. He wants to play if he's 100%, and he says he will not be 100%. No bowl game today. I'm not sure why not. Feels like there should be a bowl game every day. Maybe we create one. I don't (laughs) know if we could do it this late juncture, but... uh, how many teams didn't have the requisite six wins to play in the Bulls this year? How many five-win teams did we have? Checking. Like, okay. how many teams did not make Bulls? Yes, because I thought if Colorado got to five, then somebody was going to go, you know what, we'll make an exception here. Um, I don't even know if you can or could because of the Pac-12 rules where you had to have at least six wins. But if you're Colorado and you're out the door, you probably are going, hey, I don't care. Yes, Marv. How fast can they get to can they get to Connecticut? They can come here and do the Constitution Bowl. Thank you, Mark. You channeling Fritzy today? Bad star, sorry. Yeah, it was. By the way, you can vote on most improved, least improved, and uh, the uh, most valuable, least valuable. You can't give out the voting right after Marv has that line. It was just it was just a coincidence there. Just a coincidence. Made you think of it. Yes, it did. Okay. <laughs> yes, it did. You can vote at uh, danpatrick.com. I voted yesterday. Yes, I did. I, I, I wanted to see if it worked. And so I'm 
I, but I will let you know my vote. It's like the Heisman. I can't tell you what my vote is until after the voting is done. It's the Lowesman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Paul. There were four teams that were bowl eligible this year that didn't get an invite. This is a slap in the face. Southern Miss, Miami of Ohio, you know that team, uh, Wyoming, and they're good uh, with great uniforms, and Louisiana Monroe. They were all had six wins and didn't get invited to a bowl. They ran out of bowls. Okay. We, maybe we should get one next year. No, get- no, no, no. Let Gronk do it. Uh, I, I got too many other things to worry about. I don't want to create a bowl game here. All right, so uh, poll question today, Seton. What do we have? Uh, well, we could start off with uh, a huge return oh, yeah. last night. Your initial reaction to Ja Morant returning from suspension was, hell yeah, or oh yeah. I Hell yeah, oh yeah. I, I have to be honest, I didn't. I didn't know he was coming back. Like I, I think it kind of snuck up on me where it's like, uh, oh, John, when's he coming back tonight? I went, oh, okay. He had 34 first game back from his suspension. They were down 24 points, and then he hit the game winner as time expired. By the way, they keep a stat for everything. His 34 points were the most in league history by a player coming back from an absence of at least 25 games. <laughs> Now, it didn't say coming back from a suspension of 25 or more games. It just said coming back from an absence. So it could have been an injury, and then they're going to ease you back in. Jaw's not injured. Uh, he had this to say. Uh, well, here's the question, and then Ja Morant's answer. Ja, running off the floor, uh, someone caught you on camera saying, I keep receipts. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? And secondly, what was your I meeting? feel like it's self-explanatory. Yeah, I remember everything that was said. And secondly, what was the meeting with Commissioner Silver like? Pretty much just, you know, a cordial meeting. He was basically telling me, you know, he was excited to, you know, uh, be able to have me back playing, um, told me to say, you know, enjoy the moment. Um, and just, you know, stay locked in. Um, I actually, you know, plan on talking to him more often, you know, even though I'm back playing, um, just to, you know, continue to build that, you know, relationship with him. Yeah, I think you want to say, by choice, I plan on talking to the commissioner a whole <laughs> lot more. You don't want to just leave that out there. And uh, fortunately, I plan on talking to him a lot. Also, if it's self-explanatory, then why was the question asked about Keeping receipts, yes, Seaton. By the way, I don't know, not to nitpick here, but I don't know if you're a dude who got in a bunch of trouble for waving guns around all over the place, your first big soundbite shouldn't be, yeah, I remember what all of you said. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nobody had a problem with jaw on the court. It's jaw off the court. And we want him on the court. And I think there were a lot of people with cautionary tales with John Morant. So if he wants to have a chip on his shoulder and wants to make this about the media, go ahead. You wouldn't be the first and you won't be the last, but this is all about you. Not about us, because I didn't read much or hear much where anybody said negative things about when Ja Moran is on the court. It was, Ja, you're throwing away your career. Ja, you need to have some help around you. Yes, Eden. Yeah, I mean, were there people that were like, get this guy out of the league. He shouldn't deserve to play. I don't know. Maybe there were. There may be. Maybe there, there might have been. Yeah. Um, but I, a lot of people just seem to be like, it wasn't about like people tearing him down. It was more people commenting, trying to get him to not tear himself down. Yes. Yeah. But in his mind, and who knows what's in there, 
he might feel like the victim here. People picking on me. It's not a big deal what I did. And uh, that's why I kept receipts. I was surprised that that was his response. I thought he would be a little bit more humble. Hey, I'm thankful to be back. Uh, I love basketball. I, I'm a, appreciative to a commissioner who able, was uh, enabling me to come back and play. I, you know, I played pretty well, felt a little rusty, whatever. I mean, ease into this. He's not. He's like, hey, I kept receipts. Good. What does that mean? Marvin, you have a problem with John keeping receipts or at least telling us he's keeping receipts? What, us telling him not to throw his life away? Yes. How dare we? Yeah. How dare we? Perish the thought. I want to see greatness. I want to see people be able to play and just stay on the court. That's it. You know, how about we don't do a live, you know, Instagram where you're holding a gun and then we don't do it again. So simple things. I mean, I don't ask too much anymore with athletes. That, yeah, a little bit of a problem with that. You get on the court, love watching him. Yeah, yeah, smart. And our thing was, this was all self-inflicted. It wasn't like somebody put out a video of him or somebody was sneaking behind his back. He was doing this you himself. Know. Yeah, his boy like, was doing it. It was like, hey, uh, look at that. His, his boy put the <laughs> phone down to try to help you. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, be careful. He's going to keep receipts here. Yes, Paul. You know, I, I watched this whole game. And again, I, I, the NBA, I'm sure they didn't luck into this one. They planned this as soon as he gets done with the suspension. John Morant, you got him against Zion Williamson, national TV, TNT. I was struck by how great he looked right off the bat and how benign Zion Williamson looks as a player in comparison. Well, they didn't schedule this game just so he could play against Zion. They they had the game nationally televised. Right. So it's not like they go, hey, Jaw's going to come back and we're going to have him play against Zion. It was, he's coming back, and that's the game he's going to be playing in. What really stood out is when I'm, you're watching it, you're like, man, Jaw looks like he didn't miss a game. And Zion looks like a nice player out on the court who's was a formerly explosive player. I don't know. Is he keeping receipts of everything that's been said about him? I will give him a, a receipt. Maybe he should. Maybe he should be a little anger. I, and maybe, you know, once again, you're trying to figure out somebody who's, what, 22, 23, 24 years of age. In fairness to them, they have their money. They already made it. They won the, lo they won the uh, lottery. What's the motivation that they have? And not everybody is like Kobe or, you know, Steph or Larry or Magic, not everybody's like that. They're not wired like that. They have, they have success. What is Zion Williamson's motivation? Now you could say what if you're you know a grown up, you might go, well, he wants to be great and be one of the greatest of all time. I don't know that. I think he's just going to be a good player in the league. And then he's going to get a max deal, but I don't know if he cares about being great. I think Jaw wants to be great. I do. When he's out there, I really think that he's got a chip on his shoulder. Zion went to Duke. He was an internet uh, sensation when he was, you know, 15 years of age. He doesn't make the highlights. And you watch him and you almost have to go, oh, that's right, Zion plays on the Pelicans. But you watch Jaw, you know Jaw's there. There's no mistaking that. He's there. Yes, Eaton. It's like the it's like we want Zion to care more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's I'm not saying that he doesn't care, but you know, I could totally see how you know, I made it to the I made it to the NBA. I hit the lottery like I 
I've I've already won. Yeah. I've already won at life. I got a seventy-five million dollars sneaker deal. What what are you talking about? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I think Ja, this is gonna even fur like fuel his fire even more after the suspension. The keeper receipts, whatever it takes for you to become the best you can be, I think this is what's gonna uh fuel Ja for sure. Yeah, but he's gonna turn off a lot of people by talking about how, you know, people said these things. Now, now if somebody said we don't need this in the NBA, well you don't need this in the NBA. I mean it's not like somebody goes, you know, we need to have some guns in the NBA. Not everybody. But these are two offenses that he had. And I think everybody it felt like they want to see him out there on the floor. It, if that was the case, then they didn't like him. Then you'd be a groundswell of he shouldn't be allowed back. He should be suspended for a year. Okay, you want to keep those receipts? Great. But I would think the majority of people who are sports fans want to see John Morant be able to go out and play. Right? I do. You know, if he's a knucklehead off the court, you know, that's his parents or his dad or the Pelicans or the uh, uh, Grizzlies need to worry about that. Not me. But when he's on the floor, then, you know, I get to enjoy that. I get to see somebody who's a special player. Yes, Mark. When someone says, when someone uses the term keep receipts, are they just asking for it? Like, all right, Robert Sala said we're keeping receipts at one point, too. Who knows? what you know he's processed or he's been told and maybe there's other things that happened in fairness to him saying he's keeping receipts it's just you don't have to tell me you're keeping receipts you don't especially coming back hit the game winner it should be a positive man i love this game i'm so thankful i get an opportunity to play i get paid to, to do this i mean these are things that i look at and say that's sort of logical it does anybody say to him Hey, when you go into that press conference, you know what? How about some humility there? You know, how about we ease back into it? Not, you know, fire and brimstone and, you know, I'm keeping receipts. But that would have been my approach to it. If I had his ear, I'd, I'd go in and say, hey, you know, throw yourself on the mercy of the court here. Not the basketball court, the court of public opinion. Let them talk about how great you are. Try that. And, you know, his approach, I don't know if he's listened to anybody anyway. Yes, Marv. Is it difficult because we're talking about this, but in regular life, he's 23, 24 years old. Is it difficult for him just to not want to lash out at everybody that's been talking about him? Because I'm sure he lives sure. his life on social media like everyone else at that age. And I'm sure he's been seeing the comments and the hearsay and the commentary from everyone else about his behavior and stuff like that. Do you think that's just one of those things where no matter what somebody said to him, he had to blurt that out and had to say, I was keeping receipts. I don't understand, you know, what makes him tick. But, you know, once again, I've already said what my approach would be on this. And you would hope by, the, you know, these last couple of months where he's not playing, that you're doing some, you know, deep dive, understanding who you are. How did you get to this point? Like, at some point, you can't be sitting there blaming everybody when you're sitting down for 25 games. You have to go, okay. How about some perspective here? Or somebody help me understand. What am I missing here? But, you know, Dion was, you know, keeping receipts. Robert Sala keeping receipts. Like, okay. How'd that work out for those two this year? Yes. Yeah, you know, it's funny because when, it, when I first heard and saw the quote last night, I just kind of rolled my eyes, you know? But now the more that we sit here and talk about it, the more I hate it that he said that because it's like, come on, dude. That's not just happy to be back. 
I, I appreciate that he gave us the content. Oh, I yeah. really do. I, I'm Absolutely. very thankful for that. Yeah. But as a, you know, that same like humanity part of it, it's like, I don't know what you really learned then if what you took away from this was. And I think that's really the haters wrong. That's know? the key phrase there. What did you learn during this? And I don't know if somebody asked him that. I would have asked, that would be one of my first questions. What did you learn about you in this time off? And especially since he got in trouble with all the guns and they were like, hey, don't do the guns thing anymore. And he was like, all right, no problem. And then like a week later, he's on Instagram live showing guns again. And you're like, dude, they just said to you, don't do that anymore. Is that that hard? Uh, So that's the poll question we're going to go with. Anything else? Uh, I I think we should run with that one. With John Morant? Yeah, I think we go with John Morant. Okay. Uh, So give me the... the, We can also say John Morant keeping receipts is just motivation (laughs) or kind of misguided. What was the other uh, John Morant question? Uh, Your initial reaction Uh, to John Morant returning from suspension was, hell yeah or oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Paul. Oh yeah is a good answer. I like that I've heard nothing about him for six months. That means nothing went wrong the past six months. That's a great point. Yes, Todd. And when you call someone or a group out, we're all just waiting. If if and when he screws up again, hopefully he won't in some way, shape, or form, that's going to just be played over and over again that he's calling people out for what they said about him. We'll take a break. It's 17 after the hour. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We're back after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. 
Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Well, if you were tired of the LeBron-Michael Jordan debate, we got a different debate courtesy of Shaquille O'Neal. We'll have that for you coming up as we look at the career of Steph Curry and compare that to LeBron James, greatest player of his era. Oh, yes. Anything to do with LeBron getting him into the conversation. And if we can take Michael Jordan out, because I like how Shaq was asked, or he brought it up about, you know, we start to look at Steph Curry maybe differently. Why isn't he in this conversation of greatest players of all time, certainly of the generation? And I think everybody can agree if you go Mike, LeBron, maybe Kareem, then you can have a debate there. And I think that's what Shaq was doing last night on TV. We'll have those uh, comments for you coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Play of the day coming up. Also, it's National Signing Day. Now, if I was a college coach, I wouldn't be bringing in a 17 or 18-year-old. I'd be like, I want to make sure that what I'm getting has already been tested, battle-tested. And that's why I would be all over the transfer portal. So you have the transfer portal and National Signing Day on the same day. And you're trying to sort out, wait, they're getting who? Wait, is he coming? He's a fresh, wait, trying to, wait, he was at where? So you have almost, uh, you know, play-by-play playing out on, uh, uh, you know, social media here. But you have uh, National Transfer Portal Day of sorts, and then you have uh, it's the official National Signing Day as well. A couple of notes from the NFL. C.J. Stroud is still out. Zach Wilson, according to his mom, hid a concussion. <laughs> you can't say it like that. I know. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say it. But it is true. His mom uh, had something on social media, and she talked about how her son got hit. Uh, I'll give you the exact wording here but uh, apparently hit it from the coaches so uh, Zach's mother Lisa shedding some light on her son's concussion she has an Instagram story of course she does at, uh, he started having problems with blurred vision and his depth perception said that he was experiencing symptoms throughout the game because of some quote really really big hits but didn't inform anyone on the sideline because he wanted to keep playing he was evaluated and cleared early in the game by a neurologist, and that's according to CBS, stayed in the game until the late, uh, sec, uh, late in the second quarter. The Jets haven't provided any details here. Um, Robert, Sala, <laughs> Robert Sala has to go to these press conferences and answer all kinds of questions that he never thought he'd be answering. Um, I'm not exactly sure on the communication. I just know that it came from up top that they wanted to review for a possible head injury. He was put in the concussion protocol, and that's it. There is a moment where he takes a hit in the game where you can see that he's really trying to shake off getting his bell rung. Now, if you don't grab your head in that moment, you know, almost as if to say, wow, what just happened? then maybe it's not as detectable on the sidelines. But he did take a hit, and then they eventually said, you know, he doesn't look normal, and brought him out, put him in concussion protocol. Uh, protocol. C.J. Stroud still in concussion protocol. Aaron Rodgers 
is not going to be playing this year. He was on uh, Pat McAfee's show yesterday and had this to say about possibly playing this year. I think the whole time it's been, you know, hoping that we're still in it uh, because it, it was unrealistic to think that I would be uh, 100% uh, to be medically cleared um, at any point during the regular season. Um, I do feel like, uh, you know, in the next three to four weeks, uh, it would be very possible to get to 100%, um, but obviously not there. And, and so the conversation was uh, away from 100% medical clearance to a willingness to play. And that's never been a problem for me. If I was 100%, uh, today, I'd be definitely pushing to play. Okay. So uh, we move on to what happens with the Jets these last couple of games. I have no information on it other than a, a hunch, a gut feeling. If they look less than inspired, if they get blown out, then I think there might be some people losing their jobs. And I would wonder if they would look at Robert Sala, the head coach there. That uh, And there have been reports that are, you know, are they sort of teetering on the brink? Is he and the coaching staff losing this locker room? Also, does Nathaniel Hackett come back as the quarterback's coach? Because Nathaniel Hackett did not have a good year this year. You know, when you have Aaron Rodgers, I could probably be a pretty good quarterback's coach. But when you don't have him, that's when I really need you to be a good quarterback's coach. When, when you have the backup quarterbacks that they had, that's when I really want to see you do something. But I can't imagine that Aaron Rodgers would allow. He already lost his good buddy, Tim Boyle, the backup who shouldn't be playing, but is a friend of Aaron's. Uh, he already lost him because he got cut. And now Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator. If they get blown out, if they look the way they did against the Dolphins, I got to believe from up above – Somebody's going to be saying, uh, got some nice parting gifts for you. Yes, Pauline. The Jets host the Commanders at the Browns, then at the Patriots end the season. That, if it's an, oh, if they lose to the Pats, it'll, it'll be a, a bad way to end, uh, clearly, a bad way to end the season could open the door. But that's where it feels like there's going to be a lot. This is going to sound strange. There's going to be a lot riding on the Jets versus the Patriots because. Let's say the Patriots have a chance to get the second pick in the draft. And they have that right now. And Belichick rallies the troops. His last game is the Patriots head coach. And then he screws them out of getting Drake May from North Carolina or Caleb Williams. Or the Jets, if you're not playing well and you get blown out, what could be uh, at stake there as well? And the Jets have the seventh pick in the draft. You know, at some point, they got to look at their future at the quarterbacking position. Because if it's not Zach Wilson, it's not Trevor Simeon, you have Aaron Rodgers for another year, maybe, maybe two years. I don't know if he feels like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to give you two years. I didn't give you this past year because I got injured. But I don't know if he wants to play two more years. But it feels like there, there's going to be a lot right, like the Falcons. The Falcons are still in the playoff race. I, I think Arthur Smith is in jeopardy of losing his job there. And they, they do need to get a quarterback. And that's where, if I'm the Falcons, I'm at least monitoring what the Bears are going to do with Justin Fields. Because he's being upgrade over Desmond Ritter. And that's one of those where you have skilled position players. Bijan Robinson. Uh, you got London. You got Pitts in there. 
Like you got guys that could be really a, a, a fun group. You just need to have a quarterback who is, you know, above average. And that's really prevented them. So I think there's a lot that's going to be riding on these last three games or so. Uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, let's see. Buddha in San Francisco joins us. Hey, Buddha, what's on your mind? What up, DP? Hey, bud. Happy, happy hump day, boys. What's up, Fritzy? Uh, Dan, I felt compelled to call in midweek because there's been some uh, big-time happenings since I called on Monday. I mean, John Moran, Dan, he just makes me nervous. I find his mindset very dubious, and it doesn't seem like he learned anything on his hiatus, man. I just really I do wish him luck. Uh, on to my Lakers, DP, and Bannergate. Maybe the NBA forced them to hang up the banner. Uh, absolutely, Dan. Kobe's rolling in his grave, DP. And, man, that's embarrassing. And uh, from yesterday, DP, Tyrese Halliburton, Fritzy, great get on him. But, Dan, just another example, when, get, when the guests engage with you, both parties win, Dan. It's gold. I mean, he was a fabulous interview. Good job on interviewing him. And lastly, Dan, I heard about the Brock Purdy discussion you guys had and whether or not he's an MVP candidate, in the legendary words of Joe Montana, I'm sure Brock would be great with a system MVP title and a system championship. <laughs> Shout out, McLovin. Thank you, Buddha. Yeah, Joe Montana, system quarterback. At least McLovin asked him that question. After I forced him to ask that question. Hey, and then Joe goes, yeah, I had four system rings. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know if these guys get caught up in that, like a game manager or any of that stuff. Yeah. And some do, because it feels like that you don't have talent, that it, it's because of the system you're in. But game manager should not be a negative, because Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time, and he was a game manager. Patrick Mahomes manages a game. It's a compliment. It's the guy who goes out there and doesn't really put in the time. Michael Vick famously didn't put in the time. He wasn't a game manager. And I, I, I think it's, it's not if you're black or white, you're athletic or you're not. It's understanding the game. Josh Allen doesn't manage the game sometimes. That's my big knock on him. When he does, man, he's so dangerous. But I, if you say Brock Purdy, system quarterback, or you know he manages game manager, I don't know if it matters to him. If you win, it doesn't matter. You know, that, that's really the important part of this. When I was at SportsCenter, you know, SportsCenter was the key. So you find out if you're any good when you leave ESPN. And, you know, was I, I guess I was a system anchor. <laughs> and I'm fine with that because that system was pretty damn good. But I, I maxed out the system and then I left. But there are certain, I used to call it uh, ESPN like muscles, like beer muscles. Because you worked at ESPN, you thought you were better than what you really were, and then you get outside and all of a sudden you realize uh, nobody really cares about you as much as you thought. You're like, wait a minute, I, I, I was on sport, da-da-da, and they had, nope, they just didn't care as much. Like, so. I am this show, <laughs> I, but I, I was that show. I, thought. I was that show. I yeah, thought. I was, <laughs> yes. So I, I was a system anchor, so I'm, I'm fine with that. Yes, Paulie. You know, with Brock Purdy, he's never going to be able to overcome, or at least in the near future, overcome the fact that he's surrounded by talent. He can't overcome that. You know, that he, he walked into it, it's great. That's going to always be against him. 
he doesn't have a lot of fourth quarter game winning drives because rarely do they go in the fourth quarter down. They're usually winning the 49ers. He needs like a playoff game where he's down 10 in the fourth and he's the reason they get downfield and win it. Yeah. And you know, he doesn't have that yet. Yeah, but he gets criticized because when he throws for 300 yards, their analysts go, "Well, he didn't throw for 300." Like they had yeah. 300 passing yards. Debo took it 80. Yes. Or George Kittle did. It's like being the Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, he's like being the son of a billionaire and you start your own business. Like it's like he had everything in place for him, but what does he do with it? I know. It's Yes, Mark. And he's got to get some credit because they've had this same pool of talent and didn't win the big one with Jimmy G and, you know, the Trey Lance debacle. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got to get some credit. You can't put him in the Trent Dilfer. If he was taken in the first round. MVP. Then people wouldn't have a problem with this. It's everybody passed on him. How could he be the MVP? But, you know, the sport is littered with the guys who were supposed to make it and the guys that nobody thought could make it. Starting with Tom Brady. I mean, he was in a system. Now you could say, was he the system? Well, he was in a system, and then he became his own system. And then he became clutch. And that's really what, you know, we want to see that, as Paulie said. If Brock Purdy all of a sudden is leading them in the NFC title game to a, a you know, a game-winning drive. Let's say you're down six, three minutes to go, you lead them on a drive, you win the game then maybe will people will acknowledge that. But, you know, it might be that's Mr. Irrelevant. And he's never going to ascend to where maybe he should be because he does what he's asked to do and he does it really well. Yes, Marv. He's also turned himself into a Jeopardy question. Like, who's this Mr. Irrelevant that's now a Super Bowl MVP potentially? Hmm. And now from here on out, from here to the rest of eternity, Mr. Irrelevant, can they find the next Brock Purdy right here? Let's go to the commissioner or some fan. Uh, Bill in New York. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind today? Hey, fellas. Happy holidays, my friends. Hey, I just wanted to piggyback a little bit on the John Morant conversation. I don't think we've beaten that horse to death yet, but I watched the game last night, and I had two hopes. Number one, I wanted to see, selfishly, I wanted to see John Morant, yeah, and he did. But then it was... Not just depressing, but troubling what he said, the receipts. I mean, you, if you think about it, that's the worst thing he could have said because it's complete denial that this was all self-imposed. He's saying, I had a great game. Let's say he went two for 12. You think he's saying, I'm keeping receipts? And what receipts is he keeping? The guns he owns? I mean, read the room. Yeah, and, and you know, he, he was asked the question, what's that mean? He said it's self-explanatory. I would like for him to tell us. Like, you were keeping receipts about what, about who, by whom? Then that would give us a little bit more clarity here. It's just, I, I, he could feel that way. I just wanted him to ease back in. Ease back in as the person. As the player, he didn't ease back in. He was John Morant. And he was pumped, running off the court, and, you know, he said that, you know, I kept the receipts. Okay. I I hope he kept all the receipts, not just some, because there are some that I think truly cared about what you have and what you're going to give away. And are people keeping your receipts? They probably are, and they probably will. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. 
And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what Shaq brought up last night. Big night for Steph Curry. And Shaq had some things to say about Steph in the bigger picture that we'll bring to your attention. Back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Ball into the backcourt for Morant. Eight seconds. Seven seconds. Jones waits beyond the three-point line. Four seconds. Three seconds. Morant in the lane. Spins. Hangs. Floats. It's good! Zero's on the clock. Morant wins the game in his return. <laughs> 25 games later, the Grizzlies have shown they are going to make a charge back into the Western Conference picture. Down by as many as 24, rallying to win, courtesy of Grizzlies Radio Network. That's your play of the day, brought to you by the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the only place to collect them all. Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of this program. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Get to more phone calls coming up. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. I was watching last night with TNT, and uh, Shaq was talking about the greatest of all time. And uh, here's a portion of what he had to say on Inside the NBA on TNT. I'm wondering, not saying, I'm just wondering, because he's been consistently the best shooter his whole career. I'm wondering, is it time to start putting him as the best player of all time? 
Best player. I was there. Over, you put him over you. In, in, in the conversation. I'm asking you. Yes. You put him over you. Oh. You yourself Way put better. Steph Curry yes. over you. Yeah, that, this way he's my favorite player. Cause I'm not saying favorite. Played, he might be my favorite too, but I'm just asking you I think played, he's better than you. I played 20 years, watched 20 years before that. I've never seen a guy like him. And he's doing it consistently, and he has championships. You put him Maybe over Michael. Time. No, I, no, I'm not putting him anywhere. I'm saying, okay, you know, for all the chiller chatter, is it time to just put him in the conversation? I think, I think, I think he's a. Uh, I'm asking the fans, is it time to you know start putting him in the conversation as well, I'm one of the best players ever? Okay, I understand what Shaq is saying. That I, I was wondering. This is probably two years ago. At what point do we start looking at is somebody going to get into the top ten? I don't know if Steph was in the top ten two years ago or Kevin Durant in there in the uh, top 10. And look, you're going to have to make way for Giannis at some point, uh, the Joker at some point, maybe Luke at some point. There's going to be some guys, not everybody can be. I mean, you have to have 10 in the top 10. You can't have 12 or 13. And it feels like we have a couple of guys who are on the outside looking in. Is Steph in the top 10 now of all time? And Shaq is saying, look, he's not Michael Jordan. Now, can we do this? generation to generation, but then you have overlaps there. LeBron didn't play against Mike. Kobe did. LeBron played against Kobe. Kobe is a top 10 player. If I said Kobe or Steph Curry, I think that's where you would get an interesting debate. LeBron's, you know, the the whole career here, if you factor all of that in, it might be the best player of all time. If we're factoring in 20 years, um, Michael, shorter career, but we know the damage he did you know, when he had those six championships. Steph Curry's got four, a couple of scoring titles, MVP in the finals once, two-time MVP, one with and without Kevin Durant. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem discussing it, but I don't know what Shaq's argument is or the debate. Okay, is he, a, is he one of the top players of all time? Yeah. Now, are we debating, is he better than Kareem? Is he better than Mike? Is he better than LeBron? Probably not. Okay, so what's the debate here? Is he better than Magic? Is he better than Bird? Is he better than Tim Duncan? Is he better than Shaq? So that's where, if you want to have an argument, then that can be fun. And plus, it removes the conversation of LeBron or Michael, who do you got? Which I prefer to never discuss again. But I think Steph Curry, you know, he changed the game. Greatest shooter of all time. Now, he did change the game in a bad way, too, because everybody thinks they can shoot threes. But he he changed the game. And I think his size, everybody else in that top 10 is at least, what, 6'5", 6'6". And I think, you know, we, we do root for the underdog. And if I look at what he does and how he did, now he's 6'3". So he's legit 6'3". He doesn't look like that, but he is. But as far as putting him in the top 10, okay, who am I taking out? Because you got to take out somebody. If he goes in, and is Kevin Durant going to be in? And then Giannis is going to be in. And then Joker's going to be in. Larry Bird out? Jerry West out? Oscar out? Yes, yes, Seaton. Steph has the one thing that only a few people in history have in that you could say he changed the game. Mm -hmm. 
There's not a lot of people who could say that. Where like Kevin Durant is probably one of the best scorers ever. He's a tremendous player, but I don't know if he changed the game. Okay. Uh, Wilt should be in there, top ten players, right, of all time. Uh, Wilt changed the game. I feel like Kareem changed the game. I feel like Magic changed. Like there, there are guys who changed the game because you'd never put a six-nine point guard out there who wasn't a great shooter who didn't even need to score to dominate a game. Kareem was unstoppable. Wilt was unstoppable in a previous generation. Uh, Tim Duncan, you know, with those titles. Larry Bird, you know, three-time, you know, MVP. Uh, career cut short with injuries. Jerry West won one title. Mr. Clutch, Oscar Robertson. He won a title with Milwaukee. Like. That's the, these are harder decisions to make because somebody's going to have to come out. Is Shaq, Shaq coming out? I don't think so. Yeah, Pauling? I, I think Steph Curry's got everything on his side like with this. He's got a long amount of greatness. He overachieved to where he was drafted. He's entertaining, very entertaining, one of the most entertaining players of all time. He's considered the greatest shooter of all time and the wins. I would take Tim Duncan out comfortably. I think Steph Curry's career is better. I think he's better. He's much more entertaining, and he changed the game. Tim Duncan was a very, very good player for a long time. But I don't know if entertainment factors into being a top 10 player of all time. To me, it does a bit because of part of the greatness of it. Nobody saw Oscar Robertson play. Yeah. Nobody did. I did because I grew up in Cincinnati. And Oscar was an unbelievably athletic player. And, and a big guard at the time. We only saw him when he went to Milwaukee. And by then, he was kind of walking it up the floor. And he played with Kareem. He won one title. He was a great college player. You know, wonderful stats in the NBA. Jerry West, you know, bottom line, we want you to win. He won one. Uh, not by, you know, his fault. But, you know, once again, how do you, how do you categorize this with that guy's in? I mean, he's the logo. So if I'm going to go, damn, the logo is not even a top 10 player of all time. But he might not be. As much as I love Jerry, he might not be. It's Kobe. Kobe's the top 10 player of all time. Yes, Mark. And Magic and Bird feel like those guys are so tough to take out because the NBA is what it they is. Should be, they should occupy one spot. Let's say the eighth spot is Magic Bird or Bird Magic. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, who is that guy? Oh, the guy named Magic Bird? Yep. What they did, they helped save the NBA. Change the game. Uh, we can discuss this coming up next hour. But I, but I do think that there is a discussion of Steph Curry's place. I think we're just so careful of, you know, those names that are there in the top ten. Can I take that guy out? Yeah. You're going to be taking a few of those guys out. In 15 or 20 years. Chris Collinsworth will also join us coming up next hour. One hour in the books, two more to go. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, 
You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.